guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blush Podcast. I'm Hiva and I have my co-host Tiffany. Hi guys, happy almost Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy almost Valentine's Day. Are you doing anything, Tiffany? To be honest, can I just say this? I really fucking hate Valentine's Day and I think it's a really fucking stupid holiday. And when people post shit that they got for Valentine's Day, I find it really cringy. I will say I have loved Valentine's Days where I've been single. I've had a lot of fun. I've had like really fun nights where we're like, we're single. Let's just go out and celebrate and like not do anything cheesy and go to a dive bar or a frat party or something. Yeah. And those have been really fun. But I've never done something for a guy for Valentine's Day. I've never even considered doing something for a guy for Valentine's Day. Well, it's always sexual, right? Like I always... (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's really all you need to do yeah (laughs) you just get on your knees for valentine's day that's it (laughs) i think the couples that get each other gifts that's fucking weird yeah real gifts not necessary i think flowers done case closed that's all i expect out of a guy for valentine's day and i mean i guess if we're together in theory we should spend it together but (laughs) I think if you're putting so much weight on a uh bullshit holiday then there's deeper issues in your relationship not to get dark but (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I think that's true yeah I think it's a sense of validation and also it's kind of bragging rights which is what I hate same I hate that so in honor of Valentine's Day we're answering your questions and we have a really good sort of spicy list of questions that involve threesomes, sleeping with older men. It's going to be an exciting Valentine's Day episode. So if you don't have any plans, just sit back, relax. It's going to be an interesting ride for the next 40 minutes. (laughs) Buckle up, guys. Yeah. Should we start with the first question that's actually very Valentine's Day centric? Yeah, I'll read it. Hey, ladies. So I feel like I always end up screwing up valentine's day i either don't do anything because i think it's too soon and the girl gets mad or i do too much and end up regretting it i've gone on a few dates with this girl should i do something for valentine's day what do you think Eva? i think if you really like her send flowers and i think you can call it a day yeah send her flowers and eat her out yeah if you're like geographically together and want to spend it together then you know make a dinner reservation or since it's COVID I actually think it's a really good excuse to get out of the dinner reservation hassle for Valentine's Day and just do dinner at home do something cute bring her flowers they don't have to be fancy that advice goes at every stage of dating. I also hate going out to dinner for Valentine's Day because it's a fixed menu. And Mm -hmm. so you're stuck with eating something you probably don't want to be eating. I think it's so fucking corny. One year, Mr. B and I did go out for Valentine's Day just out of like social pressure. And we went and we didn't realize it was a fixed menu. And we, no joke, ended up at In-N-Out at like midnight (laughs) eating burgers. I was like, I don't want to do this. And then after that, we never did anything. So I think if you can cook, maybe cook dinner for her 
her. I think that's super cute. And if you can't cook, just like order her favorite takeout. And honestly, if she's not cool with that, then maybe you don't want to be dating her. And honestly, ladies who are listening, let's stop putting so much weight on this. And really, I genuinely believe that this isn't authentic to any of us. I think the only reason we give a shit is because society has programmed us to care so much and we use it as like I said before, bragging rights and kind of like a measuring stick. Like, oh, well, my guy did this for me. My guy did that for me. Fuck that. Who cares? Like, why are we basing our happiness in a relationship based on how much we can brag to other people? That's not what fucking matters. And women, we set up that standard. It's our fault. Mm -hmm. It's our fault. We put pressure on men. Then they freak out and they don't know what the fuck to do. So we all need to collectively stop doing it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. And throw in something sexual. We fully support that. (laughs) Nudes. Nudes for Valentine's Day. Yes. I love that. So next question is also another Valentine's Day question. A little bit different. My boyfriend casually mentioned he wants to have a threesome for Valentine's Day. I've never had one and don't know if I want to. What should I do? Ooh. All right. (laughs) So no gifts for Valentine's Day. This is a bold thing to ask for Valentine's Day. It's not even his birthday, but okay. I think we should start off by saying if you're in a relationship with a guy, you should have already set up your sexual boundaries with him. Very early on, I'll say, look, everything is on the table except for threesomes. I'm not partaking in that. That's a deal breaker for me. If you are a guy that has a threesome fetish, if that's your thing, I'm probably not the girl for you. I don't know if she's had this conversation, but I think I think that's really important to have these conversations. Yeah, honestly, early on, as soon as you start being sexual, I think it's important to talk about your boundaries, what you are open to, what you're not open to. I mentioned this before, but there's this quiz online where you can, both partners can take it and you check off all the things that you're open to. And then at the end, it'll show you the things that you're both open to. Uh, Last time I mentioned it, Tiffany had this super toxic idea of checking (laughs) off everything so that you could see exactly what he wants. That's one approach, but if you want to do it in a real way, it exists. I'll put it in the show notes, but... I've seen a lot of threesomes part... Well, not personally. Like, I haven't been... I'm not watching threesomes. But he's invited as a spectator to threesomes all the time. All the time. I love watching a threesome. I've just seen my friends partake in a lot of threesomes. I've had friends that love being the guest of honor in a threesome. Mm -hmm. And I really do think the common key with all these threesomes is that the woman was the one initiating it. Like she's bisexual Mm -hmm. and she wants to bring another woman in. Those are the most successful threesomes I've seen. I think it has to be the woman's idea. Honestly, I'm not opposed to threesomes. I've never had one. But if my boyfriend like tried to pressure my, you know, (laughs) 
imaginary boyfriend <laughs> tried to <laughs> pressure me <laughs> into one it would be a hard and fast no it seems like this is something that he wants in the relationship and he's kind of using valentine's day as an excuse to get it in a heterosexual relationship i think valentine's day is about the woman so not another woman <laughs> like yeah <laughs> and we're just assuming he doesn't want to bring a guy in if he wants to bring a guy in sweetie go for it this sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it sounds like you are hesitant and I don't think you should ever do anything that you're kind of iffy about sexually, especially something as explorative as that. I think you should be all in and really down. So if you're at all hesitant, I would definitely say no. Okay, this is my favorite question, maybe ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm currently living with my parents due to COVID, and the other night I got kind of drunk and hooked up with my dad's friend. He's recently divorced and 20 years older than me. The thing is, I think I'm into him. Should I pursue it, or am I getting into a mess? We love that your dad's friend just uh, became your daddy. How exciting. <laughs> I have so many questions. Like, how logistically, how did this happen? I know. I'm picturing they were all drinking together, like parents, parent, friend, and her. Yes. Parents, I don't know, get drunk and go to bed and yes. leave the two of them. And they just hook up in the yeah. house with the parents in the house. I mean, how bold is that? So bold. A bold queen. I love this. <laughs> Kudos. I aspire to be you. Yeah, you sound like a fucking legend. Yeah. <laughs> also, I really, really hope this is the same person who wrote in for episode seven asking for advice on how to find an older man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nailed it, baby girl. You nailed it. What a full circle moment if it is. She's like, I found one. Just he's friends with my dad. I believe we told her to go through her parents' Rolodex. <laughs> so <laughs> she li she literally took her advice. Yeah. I think the only tricky thing with this is is like two things. Number one, you're living with your parents, which sucks a lot of people are doing that right now so it's pretty normal because of covid but you are living with them and to a certain degree they're probably financially supporting you and you don't want to rock that boat yeah definitely you don't want to end up like a fling that then makes you homeless like that would really <laughs> suck <laughs> what's the other tricky thing other tricky thing is your relationship with your dad right like this is his friend now if you have a wonderful dad which amazing for you then I don't know if I would go down this route but if your dad has ever done anything toxic in your life this is really a chance to explore that with his friend like this is really <laughs> an opportunity to get back at him for that what do you think Kiva listen this sounds super super fucking messy that being said it's <laughs> COVID I'm really bored and <laughs> I find myself trying to create a little more mess here and there, <laughs> literally out of boredom. So. <laughs> so is she, apparently. That's what it seems like. Here's what I would say. If you're just doing it to have fun, 
I wouldn't do it because I don't think it's worth what it could potentially do to your parents and your relationship with your parents. But if you think that there really might be something there and you feel like you can't quit it and you have to give it a chance, then I don't know, pursue it. But just be aware that no matter what, most likely shit is going to hit the fan at some point. And if it's worth it to you, then I don't know. Yeah, I guess you could cautiously move forward. Yeah, I definitely think you should pursue it. I think go for (laughs) it. Yeah, of course (laughs) Tiffany would think that. Life is too short, sweetie. And if he's giving you some bomb ass dick in the middle of a pandemic, I don't think you have any room to turn that down. You're living with your parents, so you can't be bringing a bunch of guys home with you anyways. And he probably has a house and his own thing going on. So, like, this is an ideal situation. Yeah, maybe you can move out from dad's house to daddy's house. Okay, I've been seeing this girl for about a month and I'm really into her. The only problem is she keeps in touch with her ex. I know they text a lot and I think might even hang out. Should I be worried? How do I ask her without making it a big deal? So I'll say this. I am in touch with pretty much all of my exes. I have really good relationships with them. We talk somewhat regularly and... There isn't even the slightest part of me that would ever consider like getting back together with them or having anything with them. I really am the type of person that once the door is closed, it's just closed. Like it's just if I'm over someone, I just can never see them in that way ever again. I don't know how common that is. I I just know that that's how I am. So I will throw it out there. Yeah, I'm the complete opposite. (laughs) I, for you, have good news and I have bad news. The bad news is there's a 70% chance she's still sleeping with him, I think. The good news... I disagree, but okay, keep going. (laughs) I think the good news is there is a way that you can find out without making it a big deal. What's that? (laughs) super toxic God, okay (laughs) of course it is well but no I I say that because I do think maybe Hiva you might be a rarity I don't know I think most girls that keep in touch with their exes there's still a part of them that thinks like what if that's at least what I've done I don't think I've ever shared this but the whole reason I call Mr. B Mr. B is because our relationship is eerily similar to Carrie and Big on Sex and the City, which if you don't know, Carrie and, and Mr. Big on Sex and the City were off and on for years. Like she would try and date other guys and she would still go back to him and vice versa. And that's literally exactly what our relationship has been. And I do think, you know, if if a girl is keeping a guy around, I mean, obviously there's Heva situations where it's just purely platonic. I do think there's either she's still sleeping with him or there's something that there's feelings there. I mean, you could just bring it up with her. But to be honest, when I was hanging out with guys but still sleeping with my ex, I would have lied to the guy if he had brought it up and asked me. There's no way I would tell a guy I'm casually dating that I'm still sleeping with my ex because honestly, it's none of his fucking business. Right. There's no way. I mean, if a guy had mentioned it with me, I would have straight up lied. And not because I'm a bad person, but I'm going to hold a sort of loyalty to my ex and I would with any other guy. 
I think what you have to do in order to really gauge where she's at is you have to casually mention, not when her ex is in any way a topic, just kind of casually mentioned that, oh, your ex texted you and she's in town and you guys are going to meet up and and get lunch. And here's the thing. She's going to have two reactions. If that bitch doesn't flinch, if there is no sort of emotion on her face and she's like, oh, cool, she is either still sleeping with her ex or she's not that into you. If she has any sort of response, if she kind of looks at you or is like, oh, like asks you questions about her, Either she could still be hooking up with her ex, but she is into you enough where she cares because as women, we do care if there is an ex in the picture in any sort of way. We will have a reaction. Right, Eva? If a guy brings up an ex to you, you're going to react. I was really thinking about it as you were saying it because, you know, I, I, like I said, I am in touch with my exes and I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. If a guy I was really into mentioned getting lunch with his ex, I would I would be cool with it, but I would yeah. definitely ask a few questions. You would ask a few questions. You would be you wouldn't be like stone faced, emotionless, not yeah. give a shit. There's yeah. no fucking way. The only way a girl reacts like that is either she's not that into and she doesn't give a fuck, or she's also fucking her ex and she's like, great, like we're both in this fucked up boat <laughs> together. Because <laughs> that's how I would have reacted. Then when she starts asking you questions, if you're getting the sense that like she's kind of not uneasy about it, maybe she's cool with it, but she just wants to know more. You you bring it up with her. You say, hey, look, like I don't have to get lunch with her. If like that makes you uncomfortable in any way, even if the slightest like I like what we have going on. This relationship means nothing to me. She's clearly an ex and I don't I don't have to see her like I don't care that much. And if she says, you know, yeah, like, you know, then you bring up, well, but it has to be a two-way street. Like, if I'm not going to have my ex in my life, then maybe you shouldn't be in touch with yours either. And to be honest, if she does really like you, I don't think it should be that big of a deal if she doesn't have to talk to her ex anymore. I mean, Heva, if a guy asked you not to talk to one of your exes, would you really give a shit? No. If it was a guy I was really, really into, I would be willing to put aside all of my relationships with all of my exes, 100%. A hundred percent. And I think that's actually a very, very fair request. Not sure if you can give any advice on this, but some encouragement would be nice. I recently gained 20 pounds, the COVID-20, and I'm having a tough time with it. I'm not overweight or anything, but I don't feel comfortable with the extra pounds. I've started eating better and working out, but any other tips on how to deal with it until I lose the weight? Definitely revisit episode 14, Our Body Confessions. Yeah. Um, One thing I will say, as someone who has had constant weight fluctuations, No one notices other than you. I know to you it feels really noticeable and, you know, you're worried about what people might think or this or that, but I can guarantee literally no one notices. I mean, my weight fluctuates on a sometimes hourly basis. Like I will weigh myself and I'm like, wow, I'm two pounds heavier than I was two hours ago. What just happened? Oh, I ate lunch is what happened. So 
Look, I started quarantine at my heaviest that I've ever been. And I've lost some weight. I don't know if I'll ever go back to like how thin I used to be. And I, I really did realize though at some point the way that I was able to sort of eat healthier and get into a routine of working out is I really accepted where I was. And that's such a fucking double-edged sword. It's so tough to do that when you're not happy with it. And there's also a fine line between accepting it to the point where you just stay in that situation, but just accepting it and we're like, you know what? My body is what it is. You have to love it. You have to be okay with it, but also realize, you know what? I want to do better. I want to be better. I want to eat healthier. And look, there's some perks of when I gain weight I always look at like my ass looks so much fucking better when I put on a few pounds I think my face actually looks a little bit better too it just Mm -hmm. looks a little bit plumper and like cuter and Taylor Swift had this really great quote where like there's no winning right when you put on weight and I don't have the quote in front of me but it's so fucking relatable where there's no winning when you're heavier you have a you have a great ass and you feel great but then you don't feel good about your stomach and then you lose Mm -hmm. weight and your stomach's gone but then so is your fucking ass so like there's no fucking winning and we are all in that same fucking boat so just love whatever you're at wherever the fuck you're at. Yeah, for sure. And one other thing I'll add to this is I think a lot of people have gained weight during COVID. And I think the biggest thing is because we're so fucking bored that we're turning to food as a dopamine hit. So this isn't like losing weight advice. This is more mental health advice. I would recommend trying to find something other than food that can bring you pleasure. Yeah. Like whether it's you want to pick up some sort of games like video games, you know, music, art, just something that'll give you a bit of a dopamine hit and that's that'll bring you some sort of excitement into your life other than food so that you're less fixated on it. Your podcast inspired me to download dating apps, but I need help setting up my profile. Any tips? Oh, how fun. Yay. So happy you did that. Heva, you are on the dating apps. I'm sure your profile is stellar, even though I haven't seen it. What would your tips and tricks be? First off, I would take advantage of every slot that you have for pictures and words. So if you can upload five pictures, don't only upload two, upload five. If you can answer three questions, answer all three questions. Don't write no words. Number two for the pictures, have a range of pictures. Have at least one close-up of your face. Have at least one where you have a full body. And then have pictures that include things that mean something to you. So if you're really into travel and hiking and nature, then have at least one picture that embodies that. If you're really into music, have at least one picture or something in your profile that references that. The number one not to do thing for me is never, ever, ever say something negative. It will make you sound jaded. Something I see a lot, a lot when I'm scrolling is people who write things like, 
don't waste my time. I'm looking for the real deal, like not here to fuck around, things like that. And listen, I want a guy who wants to be in a committed relationship. There's nothing I want more than that. Nevertheless, when I see that, all I can think is like, what happened? Like, what happened to you? Like, yeah. what? Like, why are you so jaded? How have people been wasting your time? Like, what warranted you to write this? Now, you can easily spin that into a positive where you write something like, hey, I'm looking for a long term or a serious thing. I mean, when I see that on a guy's profile, instant puddle in my seat oh but if I clean up on aisle heva oh my goodness (laughs) I always hate when guys I mean I never looked at girls profiles but I always hate when guys would be like I'm never on here dm me at my handle it's like fuck off I'm not sliding into your dms like I'm not yeah I don't have time for that again (laughs) it's like like don't be lazy about it like answer all the questions answer all the pictures don't say that you're never on here why would I want to interact with you if you're like why would I waste my time I always notice when I was on the dating apps which was for like a very short period of time guys always responded to my sluttiest pics <laughs> so <laughs> so I do recommend putting up some really hot pictures of yourself because that's the only one they would ever it was like literally the one where I was wearing like a fucking piece of string was covering my body and it was weird I did want to put that picture up and I was like no like this I feel like this is slutty I don't want to post this and my friend was like girl do you want to date or do you want to just what do you want to do and I was like well I want guys to respond she's like post that fucking pic and I did and literally they all responded to that men are very fucking visual put hot pictures of yourself don't be shy I mean, you don't have to yeah. do what I did, but don't be shy. Yeah, put hot pictures. Have things on your profile that people can respond to. I hate when I look at a guy's profile and sometimes I'll have matched with someone and I scroll through and I'm like, what the fuck? Like on Bumble where I have to send the first message, what am I going to respond to here? There's like four pictures of your face and zero words. Like what? Don't, <sighs> don't just like you know make sure it's inviting and open the one thing I also would always get responses on was I play fantasy football like I actually legitimately play it I'm in multiple leagues every year and I put that on my dating profile and I want to say it was either they would respond to the hot pick or they would respond to the fantasy football and it was like they had found their fucking wife so if there's something bro-y that you do that is authentic a hundred percent put that on your dating profile like if you skateboard or if you do something that guys are into really put that because that'll make them feel comfortable to respond to that yeah and on that note if you're into anything that's like really obscure and people don't know about definitely put that on there because it's interesting and it's something that people can ask questions about yeah and if you're great at giving head put that on your Oh my God, do not, do not. (laughs) Listen, you can put up sexy pictures, but don't be overtly sexual in the things that you write unless like you truly are just looking to fuck. I really fucking hate this. Don't put pictures with your friends. Cut them out. So many guys do this. I think it's fine if one or two of your pictures have friends in them. That's totally fine. But the first picture on your profile, you should be alone. Like I shouldn't have to be guessing which one is you. Honestly, I've been on guys' profiles before where I've looked through the entire profile and I'm like, okay, I'm not sure (laughs) who he is. Like every single picture had other people in it. 
I'm actually vehemently against putting any pictures with people. And if you do put pictures with people, I would like block out their faces or something. Because I would look at so many guys' pages and be like, who's your friend? Like, is he (laughs) single? Because I want to fuck that guy. Also, I've actually gotten a lot of texts from girls that are like, hey, I just saw you on Bumble. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, yeah, this guy like has a picture that you're in on his <laughs> dating profile. Wait, what? what? I'm not even joking. It's happened more than once. <laughs> are they your exes? No, just like guys I'm friends with. Like it's like a group <laughs> picture that I happen to be in. Well, Kiva, when you first said that, do you remember that phase you went through where you were taking selfies with guys on the first date? I was like, oh my God, are they using those selfies for their dating profiles? Because that's fucking weird. It's all weird. It's weird you were doing that. It's weird they're using the pics if they were. If you have a pet, I would definitely include the pet. That's an easy thing for people to talk about and bond on. Yeah, if I saw a guy with a fucking cat, I swear to God, like I would like literal puddle, like as you said, Heva, I would get so he could look like a fucking gargoyle, but he's like holding a kid. I'm like, fucking take me. (laughs) But don't be obnoxious about it. There were some guys where they had like 50 pictures with their dogs and it's like, are you fucking the dog? Like this is fucking too much. (laughs) yeah a good rule of thumb is just one of everything yes <laughs> don't dedicate your profile to your fucking pet because there was multiple guys i'd get really turned off i'd be like i'm not competing with this fucking labrador retriever for your love and attention <laughs> like i'm not doing it the other thing is the picture with the fish a lot mm. of guys like to do this you know holding up the dead fish that you caught i'm not gonna tell you to take it off If you're really, really, really into fishing and it's an important part of your life and you want to connect with someone who either is into that or appreciates it or whatever, fine, leave it up. But like if you went fishing once and caught a fish, fucking take that shit off. No one gives a shit. Like it's it's something girls talk about constantly, how douchey it is. Again, if it if it's really important to you, by all means leave it up. I say take it off. The thing is, if you're really, really into it and you're okay with the fact, and this is a fact, if you have a fish picture on your dating profile, you will narrow the pool of girls that match with you. If you're okay with that fact, (laughs) then by all means, leave it up. If you want to field out the girls that are not into that and only match with girls who are into fishing please leave it up. But (laughs) aside from that narrow exception, take it off. Take it the fuck off. No one wants to see your fucking fish bullshit unless that fish is supporting your multi-million dollar lifestyle. I don't give a fuck about you or that dead fucking fish. And yeah, if you're holding any sort of pictures with like animals that aren't your pet that you aren't like supporting and living with and taking care of, like not only am I not matching with you, I'm also reporting you to fucking PETA. So take that shit off. Also, just as another rule of thumb for guys, and we're saying this all out of love, do not post two things. A mirror selfie. I can take Mm -hmm. mirror selfies. Mm -hmm. You cannot take mirror selfies. Mm -hmm. Girls, even if girls don't realize it, we don't like it. And do not take a picture with your fucking car. 
I think it's amazing. You drive a BMW or an Audi or whatever you drive. I love that for you. That does make me a little bit more interested, but I don't want to see that on your dating profile. Don't don't sit on the fucking hood of your car and have one of your fucking bros take a pic. You look ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. That's an instant swipe left for me. Instant swipe left. I don't even consider it. Oh, another thing for guys, <laughs> like guys do a lot wrong on dating. We want to help you. Like we want yeah. you to, we want you to get all the pussy thrown at you. So we're trying to help you right now. Dating apps have a specific slot for your height. Oh. If you're over six feet, excellent. Great for you. You're going to get more matches. It's the unfortunate fact. You can put your height in the designated spot for your height. Don't waste another part of your profile where you write words to say 6-1 if it matters. It matters. We all know it matters, okay? (laughs) That's why you wrote it. But it's already on another part of your profile. So you just wasted words that you could have used to showcase the fact that you're maybe like smart or funny or interesting on just reiterating your height, which is already somewhere else. So don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. And if you are on the shorter side, no worries. Own it. Don't round up. If anything, Mm -hmm. I would round down. I don't care about height, to be quite honest. Like, I mean, honestly, if you're shorter than me, like that's I'm like five foot two. Like that gets a little, you know, dicey. But 99.9% of men are taller than me and I don't really fucking care. So just be honest about your height. Like just own it. No one. A lot of girls don't give a shit either. It's not a big deal. A lot of girls don't care. I I do care, but I I have personal issues. I've talked about it before. I'm insecure about my own height. So I have this weird thing where I like taller guys, but that's a personal issue. A lot of girls don't care. What girls do care about is being lied to. Yes. And deceived. Yeah. People will find out like, don't, I remember when I first got dating apps, my guy friend was like, we need to find pictures where you don't look so short. And I was like, why? I would rather a guy be fully aware of how short I am because I plan to meet this person. And you know what? This is a broader thing. Don't catfish. I mean, post pictures that are authentic to you. If you're a little bit of a thicker girl, great. There are so many guys that are really, really, really into that. Show off your curves, embrace them. The beauty of dating profile of uh, dating apps is that there's such a wide selection pool. And so it's the perfect time to showcase the things that make you unique. Yeah. So that you can find someone who loves those things. Yes. Like if you're a guy who is shorter, why on earth would you want to match with a girl who exclusively likes tall guys? You're going to meet and she's not going to be into it. Whereas you can just own your height or own your weight or whatever and find someone who's into that. It's the perfect avenue for this. So I was hooking up slash hanging out with this guy and it was going great. I'm not sure what happened, but he started to pull back and not be as available, texting me a lot less and keeps saying he's just really busy. I would close the door, but he keeps stalking me on social media, always liking my pics and is the first person to watch my Insta stories. Is he still into me? 
this is such a fucking common thing now with social media. Every girl, not every girl, he was not like this, but like all of us. Actually, you know what? I want to take that back. We're all like this. We put way too much weight on social media. We all do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We yeah. all fucking do. We're all fucking guilty of it. We did some research because mm-hmm. we're investigative journalists here and we <laughs> wanted to give you a super authentic answer. So we went across enemy lines. <laughs> we asked an actual man what he thinks and what are his thoughts. And he gave kind of a two-sided answer. One side of it was don't fucking take social media seriously at all. If mm-hmm. he's not trying to hang out with you, if he's not texting you on a minimal weekly basis, he's not into it. Not mm-hmm. necessarily anything you did wrong. He's just for whatever reason not into it. Now, with that said, obviously you should take into somewhat of a consideration if he's liking your stuff and watching your Insta stories, but that should be like a package deal that should also come along with the fact that he's texting you the fact that he's trying to hang out with you the fact that he's saying sweet nothings to you like it shouldn't be like an isolated situation I mean obviously if a guy is into you he's gonna do all of the above he's gonna look at your social media but it shouldn't just be that as a factor yeah definitely I think the key here is if he is not trying to hang out with you then he's probably not into you Yeah. And that sucks. And you know what? We've all fucking been there. I've been there. And it's a really tough pill to swallow because you're looking at yourself and you're like, I'm fucking amazing. Why doesn't he want to hang out with me? And you know what? It's not you. He has fucking trash taste is what it is. And what can you do about that? Sometimes it happens. Yeah, exactly. I think sometimes when things end, We don't want to accept that it's over. So we kind of grasp at these straws. I've been guilty of this. Yeah. You know, I do it all the time. Yeah. And I would also listen back to episode one where we talk about the blush method because it'll really change the way you approach dating in general. Okay. So last question I follow both of you on Instagram and you both have such great skin. Do you have any skincare and makeup tips? Thank you. That's so nice. So we actually have an episode coming up really soon with one of the big players in the clean beauty industry. So I think we're going to not answer this question and just tell you to look out for that episode for a deep dive into all things clean beauty, clean skin clean skincare, clean makeup. And just one thing I'll say is, you know, skin is skin is so fucking relative. I've had skin issues. I'm sure Eva, you've had skin issues. Don't, you know, obviously I'm not posting pictures of my zits and blemishes on social media because like no one wants to see that. I have a massive pimple on my face right now. So definitely don't compare your skin to anything you see on social media because it's all bullshit. (laughs) Absolutely. That's so true. So that was our Q&A episode. Thank you guys so much for submitting your questions. I hope our advice in some way helped. I hope even if you didn't submit a question, maybe you're in one of these situations that maybe something we said helped you in some sort of way. And yeah, Hiva, do we want to do our end of the episode review read? Better than sex in the city. Oh, 
I know, right? The fact that it's all real life stories and situations that are brought up makes the podcast so genuinely relatable. I always feel better about the pickles I find myself in knowing there are other women dealing with the same issues. Thank you. I vehemently disagree with you that this is better than Sex in the City, but I do really <laughs> appreciate it. I'd like to say Sex in the City meets Tony Robbins. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. And do we have any sort of special Valentine's Day giveaway? Yes. In honor of Valentine's Day, we're going to do a real giveaway this week. <gasps> No more gaslighting giveaways. (laughs) Well, not for this week, at least. (laughs) So to help all the single people, what we're giving away this week is personalized dating app profile curation. Oh, I love that. So if you screenshot this episode, share it in your stories and tag at blush pod so that we see you will enter you into the giveaway. The winner, we will personally help you create your dating profile so you can send us screenshots of what you currently have and we'll tell you what to change what to edit we'll go through your pictures with you we'll have a conversation with you and help you fill out all of the questions and answers what to write in your bio I mean this is something that people pay money for and we will do it for free for you yes dm blush pod your dating app profile and he and I will take a look at it and give you some really great tips on how to amp it the fuck up yep yeah so just make sure to put this in your Instagram stories and tag us so that we see it and you'll be entered into the giveaway don't sleep on this guys especially the male listeners you guys need fucking help with your dating app profiles so yes if you haven't listened to episode 16 all about self-pleasure check that out and then have a wonderful valentine's day with yourself yes use your orgasms to manifest money (laughs) that's what we all need this valentine's day yeah happy g-spot day (laughs) Bye, guys. Love you guys.